So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 154. Say yes to others without saying no to yourself. Sarah had a lifelong pattern of being a people pleaser, of putting her needs aside once she got into relationships. In other parts of her life, she was very successful and took great care of herself. She exercised, she moved up the ladder very quickly at work, so on and so forth, just you know, a high achiever. But when she'd get into relationships, she would struggle to continue to meet her own needs. One example of this, as she began dating a guy while I was coaching her, was that this guy had come over and, and helped her pack up her house when she was moving. That just seems like a great thing. You're probably listening going, Barry, I don't see how that's her putting her needs aside. And it's not. We're not at that part yet. This guy she'd been seeing for two and a half, three months was so helpful and supportive. And that was one of the things that she was learning in relationships and pattern breaking, basically, right? We were coaching her to receive more and also express what she needed more. So here he was, helping her wrap items, sort items, box them, carry them on moving day. Awesome, right? It was awesome, and she really appreciated it. But fast forward a month. Fast forward a month to the end of a really hard week where she'd had some meetings on a very big project, and not all of the stakeholders were all getting along. And... Sarah's a mom, and she also had energy that she was spending on being the kind of mom she wanted to be, who still spent time with her kids, on her kids, and interfacing with some of the other people that were helping take care of her kids. And by the end of that week, all Sarah really wanted and needed was just a glass of her favorite beverage, a book, and a bubble bath. She just wanted downtime. She wanted to shut it down. But that weekend also happened to be the moment she got a last-minute request from her guy to help him out with choosing some gifts. And she felt bad saying no, so she didn't. She went along and spent most of Saturday out helping him not only do that, but then going along for the ride on the rest of his errands, stopping and picking things up at stores. This was before the sort of shutdown that happened during the, the COVID quarantine stuff in some places. But by the end of Saturday, she was even more exhausted, physically, as well as mentally worn out, having to interface and figure things out and make choices and select things. And while she enjoyed some aspects of it, it 
wasn't what she needed when she needed it. So what happened here? Well, what happened was she she wanted to say yes, but she did it when it didn't serve her and in a way that didn't serve her. So you might be listening and saying, yeah, but it's not really nice if he did all this great stuff for her and she says no when he needs something. Well, here's the thing. This isn't transactional. It's not about owing one another. And it's also not about living life in black and white extremes. It's not about her saying a complete hard no or having to just do whatever her partner needs or wants whenever they need and want it. You see, so many of the unhealthy dating patterns in relationships come from extremes, black and white, all or nothing thinking. We have to start moderating into a healthy middle area. Part of what Sarah and I had helped her begin building was an ability to know what she needed, not just the voices of obligation or reverse engineering being who she thought the person would like. So step one was to to rewind the tape and ask her, what did you really need in that moment? Well, I knew I just needed to rest for the weekend. Maybe Sunday I could have helped him, but I needed Saturday to recharge. I needed Friday and Saturday to be for me, to just receive or just unplug. So it starts there, her knowing what she needs. Then the second part is her feeling safe, emotionally safe, speaking up and saying it and setting the boundary. See, in her black and white thinking upbringing that she was patterned into, she wasn't rewarded with unconditional love and hugs when she differentiated her needs from her parents. If she wasn't a good codependent, then she got disapproval. Disapproval can look a lot of ways. It can be direct criticism. It can be bullying, manipulation. It can be withholding of love, affection, money, cooperation, from a parent towards a child. Children get trained and co-opted into becoming codependent, meaning for the kid, the parent's needs replace their own or else there's some sort of cost. And if you've marinated in that for a few decades, then it has some momentum. So unconsciously, subconsciously, those inner beliefs went to work on Sarah, that, that force field that she was trying to push you to say, well, I don't really feel like it. But she didn't see the third option, which wasn't to say, no, I won't help you (laughs) pick out gifts, but to be able to make peace within the two parts of herself that were clashing. The, I don't really want to do that. It's not what I need. And don't be a bad person. Bad people put their own needs first. That's selfish. It's rude. Right? all the judgments. But instead, to have compassion for herself and say, how do I meet my needs, my need for rest, my need for alone time, and meet my need to want to be helpful. How could I do both? Not thinking either or, black and white, all or nothing, but and. Sarah and I, after this, reflecting on that moment where she just couldn't find that third path, did some work with some of our inner freedom and some of our adapted tapping approaches and some other things to shift how she could respond in that moment so that the resistance to speaking up didn't win. Because what she did next time that situation came up was 
the healthier approach that I want to share with you, which is her ability to say, you know, it's been a really long week for me. And I really do want to help you choose some gifts. But here's what I need to do first. Here's how it would need to look. I'm going to take tonight or I'm going to take tomorrow and just relax, shut it down, meet some of my own needs, rest, do some yoga, go for a walk in nature, bubble bath, book, whatever it was. Then if you want to get together Sunday, I'm more than happy to. More than happy to help you then. Or if you want to send me photos or FaceTime a little bit from the store when you're out on Saturday and I'm home relaxing, I'm more than happy to give you my opinions and weigh in a little bit. But I just don't feel like dragging myself around town. You know, I just need some downtime. There are so many different things she could say once she had the permission from herself. But what she had done was to say yes to him and say no to her own needs. That middle path is one where we can say yes to ourselves first, make sure our needs are being met, and then in a healthy way, say yes to others. See, as Sarah learned this, she was able to maintain a relationship more than a few months because it didn't drain and deplete her. It didn't mean she had to give up being the amazing, powerful, accomplished woman taking great care of herself just to have a guy. Or like a client of mine in Australia who would either be single for long stretches of her life or get into a relationship and abandon herself. And thus we started working together so she would find that third path, not have that all or nothing thinking. To be able to say yes to yourself first, not to say no to yourself in order to meet others' needs. When you can say, yes, I'd love to do that, and first, here's what I need to do, and here's how it will look. That's when you'll be all in on allowing yourself to make progress towards successful dating and relationships without settling. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because I'm on a mission to help 1 million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.